this week as the Supercar Series heads off to the start of its championship, we look back at 50 years of publishing and auto action. I hope you'll stay with us. Well, joining us on the show from Auto Action is Heath McAlpine. And Heath, you've done a lot of work in the edition that's coming out this week to recognise a tradition that goes back 50 years in motorsport journalism, and that is the legacy of Auto Action. Thanks for joining us on the show. And what was it like putting together this edition? Uh, thanks, Craig. It was, uh, was pretty frantic. I only fill in five years of the 50 but it was fantastic to look back at the, the various covers, the various eras of motorsport. I mean, auto action started in the midst of the um, rivalry between Moffat and Jane, and where we go all the way up to the rivalry between Van Gisbergen and McLaughlin, Kiwis. So it was fantastic looking back. We've got features on each editor. You know, they've they has submitted in a what what auto action means to them, their memories, their recollections. We've de- dedicated a fairly large part of the magazine to Fogues because he is pretty much nearly 50 years himself involved in the industry. We've even found we even found his uh, original uh, submitted article that he isn't too sort of pleased with, but on Graham McRae at the Tasman series in 1972. It's been a really awesome journey. It's been remarkable looking back and hopefully there's another 50 years in it. We're recording this radio program on the same day as a deal has been struck with the major online companies to pay for content for a a publication like Auto Action. Have you had any inkling of what that might mean for you? I don't know, really. It's it's interesting because we've had to adapt back even as late as the ni- 1990s. I mean, the advent of the internet hadn't even hit yet. So Auto Action and Motorsport News, for that matter, as well, its rival, it was go down to ride your bike down to the news agency and pick it up, you know, if you're a young lad or it was a must purchase every fortnight. Now with, you know, such rapid change in pretty much you can go and write a story and it's up in within five seconds. So we've had to adapt to that. It's going to be interesting to see, I think the Facebook bans lifted off hopefully in the next couple of days, um, which is it's back to square one. But, I mean, we, we go online, we've got our social media, our website's going pretty strong at the moment, which is really good. Um, it's up for a redesign, so what, keep your eyes out for that. But, yeah, I, I, I think print media is, some people say it's dead, and I was speaking, speaking to someone today and it, they sort of said as much. But I, I think there's still a place for, uh, you know, reading and having a magazine in your hands you know i late 20s and i still prefer a magazine i still prefer a book compared to my phone so yeah i hope um you know auto action keeps going strong um and i think i think it will with you know we've got two of the best journalists in the country in Vogues and bruce newton on board so yeah there's always some stories that are broken in the magazine as well as on the web over the last five years that has been one of the the big testaments to the magazine that you are still able to break a story in print even when the world is reporting things seconds after they happen as a credit to bruce and folks they just keep on you know they they keep on hitting the straps like bruce newton just works tirelessly at it i i'm just absolutely thrilled to work with those guys because you learn you know they've given advice to both myself and dan as young blokes we're, we're you know i'm not 
I haven't just started, but Dan's just started. Yeah, we're very early in our careers and it's great to have those people of the ilk of folks and Bruce Newton, for that matter, you know, mentoring us. Um, we also cover things that aren't generally covered online. I mean, we cover hill climbs. We cover, you know, Gary O'Brien works tirelessly to keep the events up to date. I mean, he's, he's got events in Gunawara or, you know, like there's just random events that he pulls out of his hat that, you know, we've never heard of. And it's those things as well. It's not just about breaking the story. We we also have a grassroots level to it as well. So tip of the hat, to be honest, to those guys. They work so hard. It's, it's more than just breaking stories. It's a history that could have not made this milestone when Bayou Media, through the culling process it was doing whilst it had the uh, APC magazine titles and it was once again a grassroots battle to keep it going. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I, I wouldn't be here, to be honest, speaking to you right now if it wasn't for that. So, you know, um, if it wasn't for Bruce Williams picking it up and Mike Emery, you know, helping out, it, it, it you know, Bruce is so passionate about the magazine. Like, it, it, I can't describe how passionate he is about the magazine more. Um, he was in there with us you know, till 11 o'clock last night, finishing off this 92-page mega edition for, you know, the 50 years. But his, his journey start, started at Auto Action in 1985. So, you know, he went off and did some stuff with Motorsport News for a while, but he always came back. Uh, he came back in, I think, 2000. You know, and it's the same with folks as well. I mean, folks did his stuff overseas for the best part of two decades with the, on the Formula One circuit, but his name has always been together with auto action you know there's no auto action without folks sort of thing so you know it's i think it's it's a very important title to have on the magazine stands i mean it you know it's it's an institution i suppose which is the right word for australian motorsport and as gary o'brien always reminds me it's a record it's a record of what's happened in motorsport of course gary's must be getting up towards 20 years with the magazine as well no he's more than that he's 37 actually um we actually found his first piece he submitted for the magazine as well. In 1985, an Amaru Park meeting, um, he did all the supports. Mark Scaife was actually racing a laser in the same meeting. That's how long ago when Brad Jones was racing a Mitsubishi Starion. So, you know, it's Gary's, he, he sort of flies under the radar, but he's much like folks, you know, those, you know, I think I remember I, I made an auto action cover for him and I put Gary action in it because that he's pretty much the heart and soul of the magazine, much like folks. So yeah, it's been, been really good to honor those guys. And yeah, it's a remarkable issue. Like I can't speak highly enough of it. It's been good. And um, one for you, Craig, is that we've collated our um, 50 important or 50 relevant cars of 50 years of auto action. So there's some some obscure ones, but there's some pretty obvious ones too. And um, you know, we haven't put them in an order or anything like that. That's up to the beholder. But yeah, um, we've missed, we missed some massive car like that. Um, created a lot of history um, there on the sidelines. I mean, um, couldn't find a piece from There was some rigorous debate in the office, that's for sure, and plenty of work went into it. Our new historic guy, Mark Bissett, um, who people may know, um, he runs the uh, Primo Tipo website. He helped us out with that. It was quite a – there's still some actually arguments going on at the moment about that 50 cars. (laughs) I would suggest to you if there wasn't an Offenhauser in there, there could be a, a real problem. 
yeah, well, it's not enough for now, so it is, <laughs> it's a bit of a problem. Um, but we did manage. We did manage to get. You know, there's obviously the manager. There's a manage in there. There's you know, there's one thing that pro- we we debated was um, Beachy's Monaro, which isn't in the list purely because it wasn't really right. It wasn't really at its high point when Auto Action was publishing. Missed out by a year, of course, with Beachy winning the 1970 Australian Touring Car Championship. There, I think we threw a Kadicha in there at some point, but I don't think it made it. Um, the Viscanders in there, which is quite a phenomenal car in itself. Um, it's yeah, it's 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 a it's a cracking issue if I don't say so myself. Yeah, you know, having worked on this for the last two weeks, but yeah, I, it's sort of hard to fit into words, really. Well, Heath, it is out on New Sands later this week, and I appreciate your time. Before you go, the Supercar series starts this weekend at Bathurst and we'll have two 250 races. Do you have a couple of winners for us and perhaps some combinations to look out for? Cam Waters is looking really strong. I've actually tipped him as the champion this year, so hopefully he takes it out. But, you know, you've got Van Gisbergen, you've got Winkup, you've got Davison, Deep Squally, you've got, uh, you know, James Courtney looked pretty strong last year as well when he moved into Tickford. It was sort of a seamless move. It's pretty it's pretty wide open. I'd, like, I'd back Waters, but, you know, any, any, any one of a half dozen to a dozen guys could take it out on the weekend. Heath McAlpine, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Congratulations to the entire AA team and, of course... That extends to the greater family, which makes up the 50 years history. Thanks, Craig. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.